You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Hi, and welcome to episode 23 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast. We are your hosts, Nick and Amy, and we are delighted to have our special guests on today, which are... Nick and Amy McKinley of the Ultimate Intimacy app and Ultimate Intimacy podcast. So a uh, little, little bit about ourselves. You want to tell a little bit about ourselves? Or? I think they already know as much as they want to know about us. Really? Okay. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not. not. After our last episode, it'll be interesting to see uh, if, our, if our downloads <laughs> drop in like half or a quarter or whatever uh, after they got to know us a little bit better. Yeah, we shared quite a bit, quite a bit last episode, so... Yes, we did. I'm having it. second thoughts about publishing that episode. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, so, you're not. Today's going to be a good episode. Yeah. So, yeah, today's episode's going to be a good one. We noticed that the more we... The episodes we discuss sex are the episodes that get a ton more downloads. So that's what people want to learn about, right? Is ultimate intimacy, how to find ultimate intimacy in their in their lives and their relationships. So today's episode, we're going to talk about physical intimacy checkup to improve your marriage and your sexual intimacy. So a checkup with your spouse and having that conversation with your spouse, you know, periodically to kind of see where you're at. You know, we know that sex and intimacy and finances are the main cause for divorce. And it, it's funny because those are probably the two subjects, especially sex and intimacy, that I would say couples probably are least likely to talk about. Yet they're the main cause for divorce. So I think it is so important to have that checkup and that discussion together uh, about sex and intimacy. And obviously it's an awkward discussion and sometimes hard to do, but we'll you know, we're going to dive into that and talk about ways to make it easier. So so why is that such a hard topic for some couples to discuss? Well, I think just the vulnerability of, uh, you know, sharing or talking about something so intimate. Um, I think in our marriage, you know, like we've said before, early on in our marriage, I never would have gone to you and uh, talked, you know, or maybe asked some questions or talked about that. I, it just maybe was a really uncomfortable discussion. But now that we've had those discussions, it's it's actually something very easy to talk about. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, we talk about it all the time now that we developed the app and it's just part of our daily life now. But when, before when I, it was, it really was hard for us. It took us till year 15 for me to really come out and, and have that discussion. Well, I think too, anytime, just like anything else, anytime you've never had those discussions or something's new, um, maybe it's a little frightening or scary, but once you kind of jump in, dive in the pool, so to speak, and, and realize, hey, that wasn't bad, that actually helped a lot, and realize that something that could have been really scary or shied away from was really not bad at all. In fact, it, it helped and improve things, and it becomes much easier to discuss and and have those but i think it's just the initial especially for couples that haven't it's just the initial having that and then realizing that hey this this was really good 
And I think that um, these kind of conversations can actually bring up a lot of anxiety, which when people get anxious about any kind of conversation, they just avoid it altogether. Yeah. So these are the kind of discussions where you are a little anxious about having it. Um, The more you do it and the more you just dive into it, I think that you'll find that it's um, a lot easier than you think and it's worth the effort. Yeah. And I think too, as we dive into this, you know, it really is just like we've talked about in many episodes, everything's about communication. Um, even, even sex, if you can communicate and talk about it, um, there's probably a good chance that it's really going to improve your relationship. So why have a sex talk? Like why in your marriage would you think, okay, we need to have this discussion? Well, I think just like anything else, just laying things out there and saying, you know, how are we doing in this area? Is our sex life where we want it to be? Are there areas that we can improve? Are there areas that maybe you're comfortable with or not comfortable with? And instead of just assuming, just really laying things out and and if there are areas that need to be worked on, you know, putting a game plan together um, on how, how to improve that because... Again, coming back, you know, sex is one of the biggest reasons people get divorced. If mm-hmm. if the sex life isn't good and they don't feel the connection and mm-hmm. enjoying each other, it's, you know, it's going to hurt your marriage overall. Um, yeah, and research actually has shown that um, if you have this communication and you talk about these hard topics a lot more often, you actually have greater feelings of intimacy, yeah. which is going to full on create a stronger relationship. So a couple um, reasons to have this physical intimacy talk or sexual intimacy talk with your part, your spouse would include um, lack of sexual satisfaction maybe. Um, maybe you're wanting to try something new in the bedroom, which is kind of why these discussions came out in our marriage. Uh, might be a change in libido. Like we've talked before, like all the stages of marriage I think that your sexual yeah. intimacy in your marriage is always always changing um, due to health or whatever it is. Um, lack of emotional intimacy and connection maybe in your marriage or lack of physical touch even, um, the need for more affection. Um, sometimes there's feelings of sexual rese- rejections that need to be talked about. And I know for you... It's feeling like you always have to initiate sex, yeah. which we always have this discussion in our marriage because, yeah, we already have <laughs> But at least we can have the discussion, right? At least you, you understand how I feel and know why, uh-huh. and uh, we're open about it. I think, too, you know, we had a time in our marriage, too, where I was feeling like maybe uh, there were a lot of other things that were priority over our intimacy, and, and I shared that with you, and, um, you know that was a really good thing to talk about and discuss. Which and is very easy for women to put on the, I'm tired because of the kids or running careers. Like we've discussed before, like a lot of women, not all, but a lot of women when they're stressed out and a lot of have on their minds, a lot of kids, whatever it is, our desire kind of can go down where when you're in that situation, it can go up. So yeah. our actually, we're really excited for our next episode. We have special guests coming on next week that we're going to talk about um, what happens when you have s- different sex drives in your marriage. So and look, I think, look uh, forward to that one because that's a really, can be a really big problem 
in marriage. Yeah, and I think that's what most couples probably mm-hmm. fall under is where mm-hmm. one one spouse has a higher sex drive and the other spouse has a lower sex drive. And it's not always what, – what we're finding interesting is a lot of people that contact us is it's not always the man that has the higher sex drive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yep. it's the woman. And so, you know, how do you, how do you meet in the middle and – have that discussion and say, okay, here are my needs and kind of meet in the middle and create a win-win. And so that, mm-hmm. that will be an awesome It'll episode a, next yeah. week. Yeah, look forward to that episode. So um, when you're sitting down to have this conversation with your spouse, um, make sure that you do a few things. Make sure it's the right timing. Make sure you've picked the right place and time. Um, don't do it right before you want to be physically intimate or or right after you get done. Not a good time. This is the kind of conversation where you need to sit down at a meal alone or when you're both in the good mind frame, in a good mood that you can have an open discussion. Um, And always remember not to just blindside your spouse with a topic like this. Say, you know, maybe you put it on the calendar and say, hey, there's some things I want to discuss with you. Do you think we have 10 minutes free tonight? Yeah, you know? talk about our sexual intimacy and our, our just kinda, sexual part you know, of marriage. And, and Yeah, and maybe make this like a monthly or a bi-monthly or however you feel like you how often you need it in your marriage. Just make it, if, if you make it more of those things like, hey, let's just kind of focus on how we're doing, how we're both feeling about this area of our marriage. Make it more of a, yeah, you know what I mean? A scheduled item. And I think that's important too because there's always circumstances and things changing in life. You know, it could be another child. It could be uh, a job. It could, I mean, there are a million things that could be going on in your life as a couple that stuff is like constantly changing. It could be kid, kids' activities. It could be so many things. And so to have like a regular scheduled time, you know, whether it's once a month or once every couple months or whatever it is, um, to talk about these things is so important because as different things change, you're going to have different, these conversations might become a little bit different, you know? For sure. Um, yeah. So, and another really important thing to do before you have one of these conversations with your spouse is to make sure that you don't blame your spouse. It's the way you come across. So like, don't ever, you're not pointing the finger. Yes, no, don't point fingers. Yeah. It's not that. Hey, you know, you're doing this wrong or what have you just Yeah. Begin with a goal that you just want to feel closer, that you want to feel more connected. And that's why you want to discuss it. Yeah. And like we've talked about in past episodes too, make the, if, if there is an issue, make the issue, the problem to resolve, not, um, each other, you know, make, Mm -hmm. make each other a team and make it the issue that you're trying to resolve. or, Or maybe it's not even an issue. Maybe it's just like, Hey, we... Let's have a conversation about how we can take our awesome marriage to even more awesome marriage, you know? Yep. So really focus on that intimacy aspect. If you're going to talk about the sexual and physical intimacy, really talk about why you want to have this conversation, why it's so important because it affects all areas of connectedness and emotional intimacy also. Yeah, and and again, like like Amy's saying too, it's so important that both of you are on the same page. Um and that's the way the conversation should go. Even if, you know, backing up a little bit, even if there is different sex drives and one spouse has a higher sex drive or lower sex drive than the other, find it a goal to kind of meet in the middle. Say, hey, sweetie, um, you know what, you know, this is really important to me. What can I do uh, to make this also important to you? Or, 
you know, what can I do to fulfill your, your needs? Maybe, and they, maybe they're more emotional needs, mm-hmm. but what can I do to fulfill your needs and kind of find a way to meet in the middle and both talk about it? Um, you know, talk about the fantasies that, that you both have and the different things that you want to introduce into your relationship and uh, research those things together. Of course, the Ultimate Intimacy app has tons and tons of articles and different sections to go to a safe place to be able to research some of these things and, and help with these discussions. So, um, um, And make sure that you, when you go to have these discussions, you are going to be very honest and you're going to really open up because if you're not, this discussion is going to do you absolutely no good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hide anything. Just be very open. And Okay. So we're going to jump into, I took a poll this morning from a lot of our followers and I asked them if you, if you talk um, all the time or often about physically, physical intimacy and sexual intimacy in your marriage. Um, Our answers were that 40% of you say yes and that 53% of you say no. So I probably should have said, did another poll asking how you feel like that affects your marriage. And I didn't, but I'm pretty sure that it probably is affecting your marriage. So So, pretty even, 47, 53. I'm, I'm really glad that almost half of you are having these kind of conversations on a frequent basis. So that's pretty awesome. Um, Another survey I just wanted to throw out before we dive into the questions, which is our whole podcast, like how to have these conversations, what to talk about. Um, There was another study that I found that was really, really good, um, gave a lot of insight um, from David A. Frederick. It was a national study in the U.S. And it was asking um, about um, the satisfaction levels with married couples. So the first question was about six months into marriage, how satisfied were you with your sex life? And it was 83% women, 83% men, pretty even right after getting married. Now we know that marriage changes things, which is sad. Yes, we do. But it can. <laughs> this is why we're here. Is Kids to try to and activities. <laughs> and- schedules and careers and health problems and all those things that start hurting our sex life and our sex drives. After three years, they asked um, men and women uh, about their sex drives, and 55% of women were still satisfied, and 43% of men said they were satisfied. So it has gone down at year three. Um, Let's see. More than one in three respondents claimed that their sex lives were as passionate now as in the beginning. So uh, still, you know, almost 40% of women, 30% of men, sexual satisfaction and maintenance of passion were higher among people who had sex more frequently, had more consistent orgasms, incorporated more variety of sexual acts, um, had better mood settings and sexual communication, which is what we're hitting on today. Um, They discussed implications of these findings for research and for helping people revitalize their sex lives. So today we're talking all about the um, communication and trying to boost up those numbers by talking about it more, which is going to help your relationship. And some of the things that you can, some of the questions you can ask and you know, ask each other and, and uh, how to have those discussions. So, yeah. So what we're going to do is talk about um, if you're wanting to improve your lo- lovemaking, 
Um, just get on a deeper connection, figure out, you know, where you're at in your relationship. Do this often. We're going to start out with some questions that will really help you start this conversation. If you already have these conversations, that's totally awesome. Maybe some of these questions will pop up to you and be like, wow, we really haven't talked about that. So, Yeah, and I think, too, um, it's so easy to make assumptions that we already know how our spouse feels. For sure. And most of the time when you make an assumption, you're wrong. And so it is good to, instead of just assume that, you know what the other person's thinking to have these open discussions. And and in our marriage, you know, since we're talking about this stuff on a daily basis for business reasons, I, there's a couple of these questions that I even found like, wow, I should probably ask Nick that because yeah. we assume, like you just said, that because we're talking about this all the time that I know that answer from you. And like we said, things can change with stages and different things going on with your life. Yeah, for sure. So here's some here's some things that you can discuss uh, if you want to improve your lovemaking. You can start with these questions. So question number one is, do I openly and effectively communicate with you that I still love you and that I want to be intimate with you? And if not, what uh, what can I do better? I, and I think uh, that's just a simple question, you know. Um, you know, just again, reinforcing that uh, you still love, love each other and you want to be intimate with each other. And and I, I think the second part of that, um, do I effectively communicate that I want to be intimate with you? Yeah. That's more like the initiating part of it. Um, maybe, maybe it's not the initiating part of it, but are you communicating with your spouse that you really want to be intimate with them? Yeah. Ask your spouse. Yeah. Just ask them. And, and what can you do better? Yeah, what can you do better? And what ways can you show your spouse that uh, you want to be in a, intimate? Or what ways do you wish your spouse showed you? Uh, number two, how can I do better at setting the anticipation of lovemaking during the day so that it's more exciting at night? This one's big for me. Um, I get more excited about making love at night, like if it's kind of been building up during the day. And... Whether that's, you know, sending a little sexy text in the morning or leaving a little love note during the day or just saying, hey, sometimes Nick will be like, hey, will you make mad passionate love to me tonight? Yeah. And just just that question, I'm like, oh, I know what's going to happen tonight. So to get ready. We, well, we both just kind of like it's a mindset and we're a little more flirty during the day. Yeah. For sure. So that's a good question of how can we do that better? And maybe you need to start anticipating it during the day and and share those texts or those comments with each other in the morning. Yeah, and honestly, I used to think scheduling sex, how stupid is that? <laughs> like, really? You got to schedule sex? But but I now am a believer of that. Like, I think, and I Amy think and I, I... I think I switched too. And Amy and I don't, you know, we don't say it at 9.32 p.m. we're going to have sex. And we, we don't technically put it on the calendar. Some people need to. It's more of like we kind of both know that, hey, tonight we're going to make love. Or or like Amy said, maybe I ask her, hey, tonight, baby, uh, you want to make love. So it's not necessarily something that's pinned down to the direct minute, but it's something that we're like both on the same page, like, hey... Tonight's a good night to do naked movie night. And we know naked movie night's going to lead into making love. Or tonight's going to be this. And so I, I agree with Amy. Like I, I've kind of switched that I think actually scheduling sex is a – it does. It gets you in the right mind frame to know, hey, we're going to be intimate tonight. What can we do 
to kind of prepare for that. So, you know, Mm -hmm. the mindset as well. So, and what can I do to help my wife, you know, be able to get in the right mindset as well. And maybe that's helping around the house or or knowing she's going to have a stressful day with a lot of things and being able to help uh, take a lot of that stress off her as well. So, and, and knowing your spouse's love language, once again, for this question is really important because anticipation, like if Nick came to me and said, Hey, I bought us some bubble bath for later. I yeah. like gifts. He likes the physical touch. That's like the perfect setup for yep. an amazing night for both of us. So, yep. Um, number three, what specific ways would you like me to init- initiate sex? Words, text, action, or love notes? Um, kind of a repeat of the last question, but more what specific way do you want me to initiate sex? Yeah. That's a great and very important question for your marriage. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, kind of goes in line with the love languages, you know, understanding your spouse's love language. Then you kind of know uh, what the best way to initiate. Like Amy, Amy is a Amy likes gifts and, you know, every, and that's silly to a lot of people. But but that's I think, just my love language. Yeah. But I think for like initiating sex, you know, just giving you a gift every time. You know what I mean? Like that would be. But so it's, it is good to talk. Yeah. And I don't need it. I don't need a gift for that. I'm just yeah. saying like, I'd be like, well, like, like paying for it, which might be illegal. No, right? <laughs> no. And I, I don't need gifts all the time, but just even if it's like a simple flower that he yeah. picks outside when he walks in the door or, or it doesn't even have to be like a purchase kind of gift. Like those little kind of sweet thoughts put me in the mood. And for you, like if I grab you or, or like rub your shoulders, like the physical touch for him put, puts uh, you in the mood. Yeah. So you really got to figure out, you know, what it is or what ways does your spouse want to be initiated with sex? So yeah. simple. It's a simple question and it's probably a pretty simple ample answer, but can change your marriage. Yeah. Number four, how could we improve foreplay in our marriage and what turns you on before sex and want or what do you not like? You know, so your likes and not likes as far as foreplay goes. That's um, pretty straightforward. Yeah. But I think, you know, we've talked about this a ton. Everyone's probably sick of hearing it. But naked movie night's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's there's there's something about, like, a long foreplay that it it's something that can also get you in the mood. Like, even if neither of you maybe are in the mood just cuddling up naked and watching a movie, like, halfway through, you're going to be climbing the walls for each other. So... Um, maybe, and maybe you don't know exactly what you like and maybe you really do know what you're like again um the app can really help with if you go get on the foreplay section of the game you're going to find out really quick good point yeah and and in the foreplay section of the game as well you know yeah yeah that's what i mean but um so yeah ask your ask your spouse how do we improve the foreplay because that's going to make a massive difference in your relationship women need 20 minutes of foreplay Men need like sometimes 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're totally different. You need to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Number five, is there any aspect of our physical intimacy that you're upset about that we need to fix and move on from? Be specific and talk about what you guys can do to help move on from it. This might bring up some issues, but I'm not against bringing up issues in marriage because if you don't bring up hard stuff, yeah. you don't ever get over it. I'm sorry. You have to suck it up when you have hard feelings and maybe the other person's like, I don't want to talk about it. This is the kind of conversation you're not doing this right before you're going to be intimate or right after you're doing this in a place. Like we said, that you can have these hard discussions and move 
I mean, like I said, you can't move on. So yeah, and, and maybe there's something. Um, and this uses the word upset, which is pretty pretty strong. Pretty strong, and and maybe it doesn't necessarily be upset, but the the point is, is is there anything in your physical intimacy that's you're not comfortable with? Um, or you haven't finished a discussion from previous. Yep. Yep. So, um, number, number six, what positions would you like to try that we have not tried? Uh, go to the ultimate intimacy app. <laughs> um, the thing that's great about the positions is they also tell you what the best stimulation is for that position. So yeah. for women, you know, it's more of the clitoris and it'll give you positions that stimulate that area. Um, if your wife is pregnant, there are positions there that, um, can be the best positions for when you're pregnant or when your wife's pregnant. I mean, um, so they're, the positions are, are awesome to be able to go in and also be able to figure out, you know, what, what position might help my wife, uh, a little bit better get stimulated and things like that. So, well, and number seven is what positions do you hate that we do? It's important to talk about what you like and what you hate as a couple, because if if you don't express that to your spouse and then they're always wanting to do that position and it's something you really hate, you're going to start to look, not look Resent forward to it. sex. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're just going to, Oh, I don't want to do that again. I don't, I don't know how to tell him that I hate that position and that it just doesn't do anything for me. This and this, is, the other spouse might have no idea. Yeah, absolutely. No idea. And so we, the reason for these conversations about, you know, what you're doing in the marriage bed is to make sure that you're both being satisfied so that you both crave it and want to be intimate with each other more often. So, so have these conversations. Um, let's see number, what are we on? Eight. Eight. How comfortable are you with the frequency of our lovemaking? Do you feel our marriage could use more or less physical intimacy? And I think this question right here is what almost every couple would benefit from needs, having. This yeah. question needs to be discussed. Yep. Yep. Because it really is. Every uh, There's very few couples out there that probably would both say, yeah, we're both kind of at the same level. And <laughs> and again, th- it, it can be like a negotiation. That may sound silly, but um, it, if I have a much higher sex drive than Amy, I could say, hey, sweetie, you know, this is really important to me and here are the reasons why. And and to just tell you guys, he does. It's, yeah. it's higher than mine. My body does not crave it as often as his. And that's fine in our marriage because yeah. instead of saying, don't t- I don't want to, I don't want to do it tonight. Don't touch me. I have found that it brings us closer together intimately, emotionally, and in every other spiritually, every aspect of our marriage. So of course I want to fulfill the fact that he wants it physically because it's doing stuff for me too. And, and you're really good at making sure I enjoy it also. So it's a win-win. So instead of my body needing it every so often, like his does, we've just had to like meet in the middle and realize that it's benefiting both of us in numerous ways. Yeah. And I think too, I, I also say, Hey, you know, I'm so appreciative of how, how she feels about that. And, and, uh, you know, really is, is awesome to recognize how important that is to me that I obviously want to fulfill her needs and, and they may be more emotional needs, like helping around the house and helping with the chores and things like that. And so, um, I, again, I think it just, you can create a win-win situation to where you're both happy and finding a way to kind of meet in that middle. Well, and in, in our marriage, we both run the business. We both do 50, 50 around the house. We have yep. a very equal partnership. 
Um, so for me, it's more like he really tries to, you know, okay, I want to, I want the sex aspect, but I'm going to give you a 30 minute back massage before. Like we have discussed this and how to make it work in our marriage. So have those discussions so that you're both benefiting from the physical intimacy. And it's not always about sex either. So yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's more about connecting. Um, number nine, how important is it? That we both orgasm during sex. That's just a straightforward question you need to have with your spouse. Like, I, I, I there, think... <laughs> there's ways for you both to orgasm. Yeah, and I was gonna say, you know, sometimes I think as a man, if we finish before the woman does, we're like, oh, we pretty much aren't working anymore. We're Sorry. done. There's a lot of different things you can do to continue to please your wife and take care of your wife um, after that. And so discuss that. You know how mm-hmm. how important is you know the you both orgasm during it. Um, Number 10. How important is cuddling to you after we make love? How could we improve on the romantic connection after we are done? This is a conversation that we've had to have because we're actually probably opposite than you think. Sometimes they say that the men just want to go to sleep and they're done. I'm probably more that person. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny because you really want to like cuddle and talk, and which is great. So... Have that conversation. Find out how you both feel about connecting after you've made love. Super important. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because it is about the connection. Um, Number 11, on a scale from 1 to 10, how satisfied are you with our sexual life and what areas do you feel we need to improve? Many of you know, Amy came to me and she's like, I want something different than just missionary position all the time. (laughs) And, you know, we... And I did... I know you've already heard this if you've listened to our podcast. I did kind of offend him by by wanting to spice things up. But after a couple of days, he realized it, oh. it wasn't offensive at all that we what just... What was I missing? It was a way... Like, I guess we had a really hard time bringing this, these conversations into our marriage. Yeah. So don't put it off like we did. Yep, We exactly. missed a lot of years of having some... I mean, it was good, but it made it to a whole step higher because we started talking and having these conversations. So my advice is to have the conversation. And if you already are, that's awesome. If you're not, start doing it and make your physical and sexual life even better. And this could be, you know, this could be something, again, scary to talk about and go to your spouse and say, well, God, I really wish you would do this or because you don't know if your spouse is going to be comfortable with it or not. So that is the brilliant thing of why we have the ultimate intimacy game. If the game is prompting you to do something, you know, and not your spouse, you guys can both say, oh, okay, I feel comfortable with this or no, I don't. And if one of them doesn't, they just, you just skip it. Yeah. And you can customize the game to fit your needs. I mean, there's times where Amy's like, I'm in the mood for this tonight and she'll grab the phone and she'll customize her own game. And then I'll put in my customizations on my end and we're both. The, the, the prompts that are coming up are both exactly what we're in the mood for that night. And, and it's awesome. And so... And if one of you is not comfortable with something, it will automatically not add it to the game. So it's, that's a really awesome feature. Yeah, so it is. It's important to discuss different things in your sex life and, and how you can be more satisfied and how things can improve. And, and sex, is like, sex is like anything else. It's like... You know, I, I like playing golf. The more I practice, the better I am at golf. Intimacy is the same thing. You know, when you're, the more you're practicing and learning each other's bodies and different things like that, the more amazing sex becomes. Our, our intimacy is 
way more amazing now than it was when we first got married because we know each other's bodies and it's we've had these hard discussions we have had these discussions we're able to connect and it just gets better and better over time so so you think that question's kind of straightforward like who wants to rate it one to ten that's you could think okay that's really gonna offend my partner if i say a five or a six you know yeah this the entire reason for these questions is first you have to be vulnerable like you have to be in a good place in your marriage to be able to come out and be like this is really how i feel about this and to be able to respect each other's answers yeah. Because if you really want your spouse to be honest, you got to be able to take it and you got to be able to move forward from it. Well, and I think too, a lot of people, I would say that my, my scale of rating it to a 10 would be based upon how your rate, how, how you're being fulfilled. Like sex to me wouldn't be a 10 unless I knew you were a 10 as well. And so, so there's different, there's some more questions to be asked in that question. Yep. You know? Maybe it's one to ten for you personally, one to ten about you. Like, I don't know. That's just these questions are to open up new questions for each other. So it's perfect. Yep. And I I like number twelve. Do you honestly feel that we connect spiritually when we make love? Um, Could we do something to connect deeper spiritually? Like, I I tell Amy this all the time. Like, um, and I'm being serious. Like, making love to my wife, Amy is the most amazing thing in the world. Like it's not about just sex and being fulfilled physically like that. Like there is something different and just a deep connection that I can't even explain in being intimate with Amy. And I and I do believe it's a spiritual thing. I believe God made us that way. And that truly is a way as, as he commanded to become one is a big part through intimacy. And so and it's not just you saying, they're like, oh, what a romantic guy to say that. After we took that poll and did the podcast on what husbands wish their wives knew about sex, most men that we have found it's not really, really want that. Yeah. They want their spouse to enjoy it as much as they do. And that so, connection. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's just not just about their needs yep. being fulfilled. They really want that connection. So I think, you know, really do look for ways to... To connect with each other uh, more spiritually as well. Make it a spiritual thing. So these are our questions. They're pretty straightforward. Um, They're a great start to opening up a really good conversation about just making your intimacy in all areas better. You can find these exact questions on our blog. We posted them on there already so that you have them if you want to go back and have you know, really sit down and go over each one with your spouse. Go yeah. to ultimateintimacy.com and then click on the blog link. And these are proven methods. I mean, these aren't just things we made up. Like we've implemented pretty much all these things in our marriage. And again, the reason why we created the app is because it completely changed our relationship for the good. And we hope that implementing these things can help uh, you guys find ultimate intimacy in your relationship as well too. So um, also, you know, let us know subjects and topics that you guys want to hear us discuss and talk about you can email us directly at amy at ultimateintimacy.com and it comes directly to her and i and so we answer all the messages and we will read and listen uh to what you want to hear and what you have to say and your experiences and so um thanks again for listening today and don't forget to 
Check out the Ultimate Intimacy app at ultimateintimacy.com if you haven't done so already. And look forward to next week's podcast about yeah. different different sex drives in marriage because we have a lot of people asking for that one. So we're excited. Yep. And then also for this year, 2021, um, look for some pretty awesome things, exciting things to be added to the app. So stay tuned for that. So have a great day. Thanks so much.